This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Way to bring down the, the show vibe real quick. Um, <laughs> I come in, I just start throwing darts. <laughs> Welcome, Man. ladies and gentlemen, to the Lemon City Live podcast. What, Gus? What a bad one, bro. That's- I know, bro. That man, I, I feel so bad for for everything that those people are going through right now, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's try this again because the, the mood is down right now. Hold on, let's try this again. All right, all right, and we're back. Eleven City Live podcast episode two hundred and nineteen. Damn, two nineteen. All right, bro. Yeah, bro. Episode two nineteen. Another every corn- time. Every time we come up, <laughs> every time we do a new two hundred and whatever, I'm like, damn. 219. Yeah. Next, next we're gonna be like, damn, 220. Oh, damn. no, damn, 221. <laughs> keep adding it up, adding it up. Yeah. It's just, bro, I can't believe we've made it this far, man. I can, bro, because we, what's that? About a great cigar, we made it. That, and we are one hell of a hardworking trio, and we co- yes yes God, we are physically exhausted um but it's tuesday we come at you with the fresh fresh new juice sports uh, lemonade sports lemonade the 219th edition we do it on tuesdays we do it on fridays for those of you watching on on facebook thank you so much for those of you on youtube watching thank you so much for you those of you who are catching the replay later on thank you so much remember to hit the like comment share Ring the bell on YouTube. Do all that good stuff, man. Um, do it. Do it. If you're listening on the audio, wherever you get your audio from, if you're on Apple, uh, iTunes, podcast, if you're on Spotify, wherever you are, man, take a second, hit the subscribe button, hit the little rate and review, give us a little, you know, something. Every little bit helps. But again, it's a quarantine edition. We're keeping it real. We haven't missed a beat. We've been keeping you company now since March on the video. Uh, We've been th- we we talked about Tiger King to keep you entertained during this <laughs> we, uh, late April, early yeah. in the March. In the March, Ooh. we've been we've been keeping you warm during this this uh, cold time here of COVID ban. Man, and Tiger we, King doesn't feel like it was such a short time ago. I feel like that. I feel like Tiger King was like last year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but we've been keeping you we've been keeping you always uh, fresh with new guests, uh, new people, new segments, and and new stuff as well as our 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 our, our unique style of sports commentary, live commentary, and everything that we do here. So again, thanks for stopping by. Stay for a while if you can. I am your boy Larry Fresh. To my right over there is the one and only producer Fungus, making his two hundred and nineteenth episode in a row. His right, your left. Here's right, your left there. <laughs> and uh, and coming back live from the Magic City Highlight, just just got done with practice, just got done with the the whole shebang. There's the one and only Mr. NFL, Mr. Hardest Working Man in Showbiz, Tenard Davis. Welcome back, buddy. I'm not a crook. Thank All you. right. 
<laughs> hey man, I like that you're doing the show from from the casino, man. Because no choice but to. I went and got home on time to get set up and stuff. So I was like, Let me yeah, my tripod and just uses as a background. So we are sponsored as you see the casino. So that's true. That's true. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Highlight. The Magic City's 2020 season started on May 1st and will run through the end of November. For now, the court will stay closed to the public, but you'll be able to watch all the games in real time on YouTube on the Highlight channel. If you need a sports fix, we highly recommend that you check it out. The Highlight channel also has a ton of other original content to help you understand the game and get you more familiar with the players in the league like Tenard Davis, Go to youtube.com slash highlight channel, spelled J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel. It's free to subscribe, and you'll never miss a moment of the action. Our production with the highlight channel is magnifique. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yes, sir, man. Check it out. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> that was Magic City. They were, they were texting texting us that we did a good job. Yeah, that was. Let me. I just told them that we're good. Thank you so much, and that we're we're happy that uh, they saw it. So yeah, um, they're, they're shooting us an extra hundred bucks this month, right? <laughs> hey, on the tight. Everybody got a tight pocket right now, boy. I'd be surprised they pay me this week. <laughs> <laughs> Let's 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 talk a little highlight, man. Let's have a little fun, you know. Get get inside the Sesta or whatever you want to call it, you know, with our the one and only uh, Tenard Davis here. How how has it been getting back after taking some time off? How do you feel? How is your performance and the results compared to how you feel? How's it working out? What's the comparison there? How you doing? Uh, so we're in week, I believe, seventeen or eighteen, and competition is is like I said every time I talk about it. Douglas is, is came back. He was uh, not feeling well. He came back and went on a tear. Uh, went roughly, I think, 17 games out of the 24 games played. So that's much. Uh, right now we have Run Run, who is in second place. Uh, Ikeda, who's in third. And it's, a, it's, it's top heavy fourth place with a lot of people fighting for fourth. And then the rest is chunking down. Uh, I had a great performance this week, and I'm being I'm treading light when I say great. Uh, I played well enough to get a couple wins. I think I got roughly 12 wins uh, in last week's performance. But Douglas, like I said, just went on a tear, uh, and I think he got the Golden Sesta this Friday. Damn. Um, doubles duels roughly two weeks ago. Um, I wasn't on the show, but the the, the, the play was fantastic. Scott did a great job with matching everybody up. Uh, uh, it was it was Bueno and and Les Bradley who won it. A lot of people expected me and Anderluck to win, and also Ben and Carvalho who played extremely well. But it just couldn't finish in the final. Um, we're in, our double season is still kind of postponed going into season two, the, the, the season, the second season uh, with doubles, and we still don't know our doubles partners. Um, I think we're, we're going to have everybody back going into week 19. So our doubles, our doubles seems to be set up. Uh, but in a nutshell, the season is, we have so much great play uh, this year. The guys are playing so much better. Um, like, like I said about the highlight channel, the production is hands down one of the best I've seen in a long time. And he's doing a fantastic job with that. 
So if you guys are watching, like 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 uh, Gus said, tune into the highlight channel. It's exactly how it sounds. H of J A I dash A L A I channel and subscribe is free and you can get some great highlight and also bet and probably win some money can pay your rent going into next month. That's right. That's right. Nice. I say, yeah, man. Highlight channel. Go uh, check it out. Yeah, you can watch all the games. They stream every single match day. It's really, really cool. And you can make some money, man. If That's you're, true. If you get, we still don't know those stimulus checks is coming, bro. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know about <laughs> stimulus. Create your own stimulus. Yeah, That's right. Your own That's stimulus. right. You don't got no fantasy football. There might be, you know, that might be on hiatus. So if you're counting on some some money there, you know, and you know, or you're scared to go to the casino because you think, eh, hey, man, sit back. You know, bet on on our boy TD there. Insider information there. You know, that's who we who we always bet on. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> do your research, like our boys uh, Danny and and P, who do who had their spreadsheets that one time we went out there and had <laughs> yeah. of everybody. You know, do do it like them, and you can win some money, man. You know, absolutely. So definitely uh, check it out. Have some fun. Uh, also, man, I forgot to, to to shout out to our man behind the scenes, the one and only. Dan is uh, holding it down behind the scenes and making sure to do everything. He also reminded me here that he says March feels like it was last year. <laughs> yeah. Facts. So, facts, facts only. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, but anyway, Didi, always happy to have you back, brother. It's um, I miss you. I haven't seen you in the physical form. Thankfully, with this, you know, with the with the show, we've been able to see you. But I haven't seen you in the physical form, bro, in quite a while. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, man, we're in week, I don't know what of this quarantine and, you know, this whole new life that we're in, but hopefully we'll be able to see each other real soon, man. I'm looking forward to it, but continue to kill it, bro. We watch from work when we can, you know, on the weekends, I'll put on highlight channel and, and check out some of the streaming. Um, I, I'm a lousy gambler. Cause I always bet on you. Um, you know, you, <laughs> yo, why you doing in a good way, bro? on me this week. You want some money, so I don't want to hit no excuse. No, I know, I know that came out totally wrong. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I mean okay. that I'm, a, I'm, I'm a passionate friend who always bets on his friend to win. Yeah. You know, and 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 therefore I don't look at the spreadsheets. I go with my gut. corazon and my gut right there, and I say, yo, my boy, my man's gonna win it because I have that kind of confidence every time. Um, nice save, bro. Nice save. That, that's that what I meant. No, that's truly what I meant. That was a rebota. A right there, bro. <laughs> that's truly what I meant. I, I totally butchered that one. I know. My apologies. Uh, but anyway, on today's show, we are going to cover a few things, guys. It's it's going to be a good show. Um, we had some major, major uh, sporting, sports news came out, you know. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, we might talk a little. There's been some really good basketball action going on. Um, and there's still the unknown of a lot of stuff of what's going on. And, uh, maybe if we're lucky, might try a new little segment here later on where I got a pack of baseball cards from almost 30 years ago, and I'm going to try to open it on here and kind of go through these and relive some memories here that we might have later on. Um, but let's get right to it, man. Big news. College football came out and. It was leaked yesterday by, I think, Stadium and some of the people behind the scenes there. They were talking about how the, um, what is it, the Big Ten Ten. had already discussed and had voted. And they were pretty much saying, hey, they've decided they're going to cancel the season. Then it got changed from cancel to postponing the season. That they're, they're, They're canceling everything for the fall, all fall sports, with the idea that they're going to push it to, hopefully, to spring. Now. If we flash back, flash back a little while there, TD. I know uh-huh. you remember this. When I was looking at my little 
lemon microphono here. I kind of called it. I said it, I, although I was talking NFL at the time. You were talking uh, NFL. <laughs> I was talking NFL. They call anything. If you call NFL, just disregard. But I was saying, but it was the same preface because I knew that college football was going to get canceled. And my focus at the time was NFL. But it is what I said, which is the season, it cannot happen in the fall. And it's going to have to be attempted in the spring. So that's where we're at. That's what's going on. Um, the uh, Big Ten came out and said, hey, we're, we're axing it. We're going to try to push it for the spring. And then no, also. Which I, think, I think that's kind of weird. I think college football is better equipped to create bubbles than NFL is because of the, just because of dorm rooms and, and, the, and their players, they don't have to go home to their families and all that shit. They can literally just stay in the dorm rooms. You're so right. You're a hundred percent right. Gus. The college football, especially big universities have, yeah. have equipment and have the, the landscape to create their own bubble. They're being lazy because they don't want to cover. They don't want, they don't want to worry about the overhead mm. and postponing the season gives them enough time to scramble to figure out something, and most likely they, they might cancel the spring season too. Yeah. Because a lot of guys have to get ready for the draft. They're not gonna want to play football in the spring football. So yeah. guys like Justin Fields, who who's clearly gonna be a first round pick, you know his college career. So we got one year of him, and the Ohio State fans are, I'm sure, crushed right now because he didn't he didn't give them he's not going to give them opportunity to try to win a national championship. Oh, boo hoo, Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing yeah. for the Buckeyes, but yeah, I, same, I feel you. Same thing, with, same thing with Trevor Lawrence, you know, a bunch of bunch of those guys, man. He hasn't made a decision yet, so. But you're you're right with Trevor Lawrence too. He's yeah. not gonna come back, bro. But but they have the ACC hasn't made a decision on if they're gonna cancel, have they? No, no, not no, yet. But if, you know, I mean, general I, consensus I, with a lot of the talking heads. University Miami University Miami, University Miami started their uh, training camp this week. Yeah, so did FIU. So did FIU. So I think I think the SC, the ACC is going to go. They're going to play the season because if they wasn't, they won't be letting those guys go out there and practice it right now, getting their hopes up. Well, I'll, I'll say this to that, which is just last week, oh, the Big Ten released their modified schedule for the season. So just a week ago, they were releasing schedules and putting it out to all the press, like, hey, the Ohio State uh, Michigan game that's always the last game of the season was going to be moved to the third week of the season, and they had this whole big thing, and they put out all that press release and all this information just to, you know, in a few days, hey, we're not doing this anymore. And, you so, know, and the, big, the Big Ten could be the first domino that falls. You know what I mean? It, it could affect all the other uh, Power Five conferences. Like, F, even FIU has already lost a bunch of teams on their schedule. You know, UMass is out. Um, I think that was the only one, though, actually. I think with no. FIU, their whole schedule. I think there was one more. Um, ah, one, one of their in-conference teams one of the in-conference schools i think i forget which one this is big 12 president has decided to continue to keep playing this season it it, it seems like it's finicky you know because now you got one guy saying that we're not going to play and then they change their mind and say okay we're going to play and they're i'm sure they're going over a budget i'm sure they're going over the 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 medical part it's like it's so many moving parts yeah Yeah. they don't even know exactly what they're going to do but to be honest with you they they just play football and figure it out as it goes. Yeah. Because once you cancel something, a lot of these kids are going to say, okay, I got to start getting ready for the draft. That's deuce. And yeah. they're going to lose all these key players like Trevor Lawrence, like Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So when you're giving these kids this 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 limbo of a decision, you're going to hurt football. So these commissioners need to just stick to a, a decision, stay with it, and then figure it out. 
as the season goes on. So if you have COVID, if a team has COVID, so you postpone that game and push it to the, the on your bye week or push it in the season, you know, like baseball is doing, even though baseball is not the same as college football, but you have that room, you have that wiggle room to make these decisions. This is this is an unprecedented year for everybody in sports. So yeah. you have to make unprecedented decisions going into the season. I mean, yeah. look, look, you're you're absolutely right. You you really you, you're right with a lot of stuff there, but I think as much as it's going to hurt those guys like a Trevor Lawrence, like a Justin Fields, these you know high prospect guys that are going to go, they they make up such a small percentage of the players in the in college football that I think what they're going to do and what makes more sense is you know in a sense look you know those guys are going to be all right they they've got talent they're going to be there's going to be some fringe guys that are you know going to be on the bubble that are, might not get the looks and this and that yeah. But there's going to be a whole lot more guys that are going to wish they still had a year of eligibility, which hopefully the NCAA will say, hey, look, you know, all those guys that we didn't have a season, you know, we're going to extend your eligibility by another year. And because some of these guys, this is all they get. This is they play their four years and that's it. That's the last time they ever touch a football. But the um, problem with that is that once you extend uh, eligibility one year for all these guys, it, it affects the guys that are coming in. It affects the freshmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a clusterfuck and they're going to have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But um but I, what I think is interesting, though, and, and props to Dennis for pulling up the tweet there, is that there is such a this like. How do I say it? OK, so how does this make if you're if you're a prospective student, right, and you're a parent of a prospective student athlete, right, and you look at a, at a league like, all right. You know, maybe you're not a guy who your kid's not going to be a guy who's, who you think is going to be NFL worthy. But, you know, hey, you know what? It looks like the Big Ten. And also, by the way, Pac-12 also um, mm-hmm. decided to do the same thing as Big Ten on the same day. And they look at those conferences and like, yo, it seems like those people really care about the players. And then you got like a complete opposite with, you know, this like Big 12 right now, you know, is saying, hey, no, 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 we're going to continue to wait this out. SEC is like, we're going to continue to wait this out. Mm-hmm. ACC. So I think it's kind of, I think it's like, there's a lot of hesitation. Like nobody wanted to be the first one to say, hey, we're not doing it. But I think now that you have a couple of big, conf- big two of the big five saying mm-hmm. that, hey, we're not going to do it. I think it's only a matter of time till the other two fall through, man, because it's just, yeah. it would be too weird if, well, if, I think just okay. As much as I hate Ohio State, but to have a football season without Ohio State or without a Michigan in there, you know, without a USC, you know what I'm saying? Without a UCLA, without some of these big, like it's just it would just be too weird. Like it, you can't you even made, count it. You just made a comment saying that uh, that uh, let me make sure I paraphrase. Uh, you said that it's like if a parent goes and have her kid plays football and he's a big prospect. You're trying to say that the team, the, the the college doesn't care about them if they make. It kind play. of looks like that. Like if you're a parent, there's some parents that are going to say, "Hey, look, these." I'm just saying this is just a small percent. This is you know one perspective, but there's going to be some people that are like, "Hey, look, you know this these schools over here seem to care more about the safety and well-being of kids because there's a lot of people that are like, "Yo, we shouldn't have this at all. We shouldn't be doing this at all. We shouldn't even be looking into doing this. We should be focused on finding a cure and just postponing all this till this you know this this goes away." That's true, but on the other hand, there are parents that are on the opposite side that they're oh, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Why aren't the schools doing everything they can to ensure that my son could pursue his college football career in order to create his um, his NFL career or whatever?" Yeah. You know, things like that. So, kids, a little bit of everything. Grown men, they're not kids. They're not 15, yeah. 14 years old. These guys. That's true. Make their own decisions, and they want to play football. Mm-hmm. High school football, and you in a county like Miami Dade, and 
the parents are afraid. Like we can't. All right, the parents got to make decisions for the players, not the, the players making decisions for themselves. These are college athletes that have a big business model that they're trying to follow to make it to the NFL, and they're their own business. So they understand. Okay, I have the the risk outweighs the reward, and the fact that I'm gonna take. A, I'm sorry, the reward outweighs the risk. I said that cor- incorrectly. So I would take the risk of getting sick probably for two weeks, probably for two weeks of COVID. Yeah. And, and risk, like, making sure I get my film, making sure I get enough looks so I can give an NFL team enough time to grade me instead of just canceling my whole season. They don't see anything. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, and this is the first thing Donald Trump said I agree with. Let me, let's play football. Let's go out there. Let's give, we just have to take the measurements, the, 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 the precaution, the precautions to make sure we have the testing on site. Make sure we have enough players, enough doctors, enough social distancing. These players got to hold themselves accountable or making sure they stay away from people they don't know and get this season going. The Ohio State football player, I don't know his name. I can't, I don't want to butcher it. He stood up in front of his team today and explained to them, like, we got to hold ourselves accountable. We have to make sure if we do have a season, we have to make sure we don't go out on Friday nights. We got to make sure when we do have a study hall, we stay away from the, the guys that we keep our social distancing. We have to make sure we have a football season. Don't leave it up to the commissioners. Leave it, make, show them that we can handle this and keep a season going and not cancel this entire season based on the fact that they are scared. I, I like that. I like that a lot of these college football players nowadays are, are showing their own empowerment. You know what I mean? I think the Pac-12 was a reaction from the players wanting to be more cautious as far as uh, – as far as COVID, I don't think it was the actual uh, conference that just decided, no, let's, I, we care about the players, whatever. I think a lot of the players were the ones who originally were voicing their concerns, which led to what the conference ended up doing, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Joe they Burrow were doing a like, union. They were trying to unionize. Yeah, yeah. Trying to unionize. Joe Burrow was made a great, he put a great tweet out there. I think he said that I feel sorry for these players because if this was me, he said he'll be looking for a job. If Joe Burrows didn't have the season he's had last year, he wouldn't have never been a number one pick. It's a Joe Burrows that's on the team right now. That is, yeah. won't have no chance in the NFL, and he's not going to have the opportunity to put the work, show the work that he put in on the field, and that, and that sucks. That's so, true. So let these kids play football, man. You're going to get sick. Okay, COVID sucks. It is. It's dangerous. It's killing people. And I don't want to overlook that. It is a, it's a dangerous virus. But at the same time, if these kids want to make a decision to play football and it's a unanimous or it's more, the, 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 it's more guys voted to play, let them play. Let them go out there and create a future to play at the next level. Because like you said, a lot of kids don't have another chance after this. This is going to be the last time they touch a football. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'll tell you this much. And uh, hold on a second. I there's, a lot of, there's a lot of smart pe- people that are a lot smarter than us out there. You know what I'm saying? So, of course. That's why. Huh? <laughs> Say what, what, what? I said, of course, that's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> but like, even, I, I don't know if it was on last week's show, I, I came up with a with an idea that I thought was was pretty good, where you can have like hubs around the country and teams, you know, they play all their games within, the, within these um, four or five stadiums that are all driving distance within each other. Hey, great. And I, that, that was my idea for like, for NFL. Like if, if I can come up with some shit like that, that maybe it's not perfect, but it's not a terrible idea. Then, then these people that are that are a lot smarter than us when it comes to organizing these events could do a great job at, at ensuring that 
that these guys have a future ahead of them and yeah, let them play their sport. Then it's just pulled up uh, Joe Burrow's statement saying, I feel for I feel for the college, all the college athletes right now. I hope their voice are heard, their voices are heard, and by the decision makers. If this happened to a year ago, I may be looking for a job. So yeah. that's fact. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, if you're watching um, right now, let us know in the comments. What do you think? Should we be playing football? Do you agree with the decision from the Big Ten and the Pac-12? Do you think there should be more? Should this be across the board? Let us know your thoughts, your feelings, what what, uh, what should be going on in the comments. Um, participate in the conversation, man. It's always an open forum. This isn't just three guys talking about what they think. So you guys are just as much a part of the show. Um, I'll tell you this, though. I, I, I get what you're saying. I really do. I, I, I get it. I, I, I want to believe that and I want to feel that. But another part of me just thinks that I'm not. Maybe it's pessimism. Pessimism. Is that it? The right word, Gus? Yeah, pessimism. Pessimism. I don't know why that sounded weird to me. Pessimism. Maybe it's my pessimism that uh, makes me feel pessimistic person anyway. So, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, I just think that it's again. We we we've talked about this before, which is. It's a numbers game, and the NFL is just too many numbers. The college football is even more numbers in the NFL, and it's just too many people to control. You're you're asking for people to 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 you know have accountability. You're asking for people to you know stay and and not go out on a Friday night. But we also don't have people who want to wear masks. We have people that are contrarian to everything. So there's it's 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 too much to ask. Think about how much they're struggling in baseball right now to, to keep this under wraps. And these are professional adults that get paid millions of dollars. Um, they're struggling to keep it under wraps and to keep, you know, accountability. It seems like this is we're, we've gone like a week now, I think almost in baseball right now where we haven't had another spike in, in things. Maybe they're starting to get it, but we're just one, you know, one trip to, to the grocery store where you, or, you know, one little bad thing to happen for it to happen again. And, it's again, it's accountability is, is, is really, is a really big ask for a lot of people right now, unfortunately, and logistically for, to do something like to get doctors and, and get these things. And even if, like, I know that you want to say like a bubble in, in the mm-hmm. campus, but then you got to think about the other students in campus. There's a lot of students that are stuck doing virtual college right now. And they're in the dorms that they're not in the dorms that went back home to do schooling. So you're going to have empty dorms or you're going to, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't want to be the one planning that. But if you got a football team of players and they're you, you're forcing them all to be in the dorms, maybe some of them don't live there. Maybe some of them live out in town. But it's not, not it's not up to see what you're missing, Edwin. Like it's not up to them. If you live out of town, this is it's bigger than you right now. So like Gus, Gus made you made a great point, Gus, and I I, I want to give you credit for that. The colleges have the perfect place to create their own bubble. And if if you have regular students doing virtual learning and they're not on campus, the campus is your own your your whole utopia. You can isolate every single situation at the campus and basically create your own bubble. So like the University of Miami, when we had training camp, uh, we had certain parts of the, the, the university that, have our, that were our camp stations. And we had to be there for a week. After that week, we can go home to our apartments. But that was training camp. Now, you, can, you have to just destroy that. Right now, this entire season, we're going to be on campus. Food is going to be catered to you. Even the, the, the non-scholarship guys, they're going to get treated like they're on scholarship because they need those numbers. Nice. So these, guys who, these guys who are on practice squad, these guys who are trying to fight for a scholarship, basically they may have to get a scholarship this year in order to play football. And the university has to swallow that pill and say, hey, we need the numbers. So if three guys do test, set, uh, test positive COVID, 
that guy who we got to give a scholarship to, he got to show up and play because football has to go. So yeah. it's, it's an answer to this problem. It really is. The university has to just make a decision and stick with it. I just think it's too many. It, nobody's going to pay for that, man. Like, there's nobody making money here. The university's not going to pay for it. University's going to be stingy about the it money. Money, regardless, though, Edwin, if they don't have a season, not going to make any money. So what? What's your point? Well, that's the thing. They're going to cut their losses, and they're going to. They, I think, wow. a lot of them, a lot of these presidents from these colleges are going to be like, you know what? I'd rather cut my losses right now and hope that something better happens in the but spring. With TV of viewership, you get paid when you play. When you play on TV, they pay them. They're going to lose money if they don't play. So playing, you make money. Don't play, you don't make money. So no money's going to be lost. Let me back it up. Money will be lost, but you will lose more money if you don't play. Let me tell you, man, college football is bigger than any one player, coach, university, conference, or the NCAA as a whole. It's a whole economy, bro. The not playing college football is going to affect so many people than, than everybody else that I just that I just uh, named right now. And these There's TV a- companies, these TV companies know yeah. that. Nobody can't go to games right now. So the yeah. view is going to be out the roof. So you're telling me that these TV people are not contacting these universities and say, look, guys, if we have a season, instead of 7, pe- 7 million people watching this week, we're going to have 14, 15, 16 million people watching Notre Dame versus UC uh, University of South Carolina, uh, uh, Southern Cal. So it's, it, there's money to be made this football season. I think the commissioners for each university didn't plan ahead to have a solution to this problem. So that they, bro- they dropped yeah. it. That I agree, because we've been saying it for the longest time. NFL... And college football, mm-hmm. they, their seasons that just ended when all this broke out and they had all the time in the world to really come up with a strategy and a worst-case scenario. You start with the worst-case yeah. scenario, you know, which is come football season, there's no cure, we're still in lockdown. This is something that could have you should have planned for. They didn't. Um, but now, here's another question. Again, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, just to keep the conversation going here. But we don't know what the long-term effects of COVID are. We don't know what the long-term effects, and that's a big, big yeah. if. There's people saying, you know, like right now there's short-term effects of people saying, hey, you know, uh, sense of taste, sense of smell. I, I saw a news report today that women have been reporting losing their hair that had COVID, that while they were sick, they were losing their hair. And we don't know what kind of, you know, long-term stuff can happen. And then what happens to these student-athletes, the majority of which don't go on to NFL, the majority of which don't have – a guaranteed insurance somewhere in the next place who's going to pay for it the the college and nca your insurance and everything that they're going to cover you is going to cover you while you're playing you know what i mean but they're not going to cover you the moment this season's over and some you have some lasting effect now the nfl major league baseball and all the other seasons that um that are that are the professional sports with the paid athletes they have long-term insurance after the fact so if something comes up they have player unions that can fight for more of these things so it becomes a much more complicated issue. And again, it goes back to player safety. We don't know. This is, unfortunately, we got hit in the face as a, as a, as a world right now when it comes to this virus. You know what I mean? It came out, it knocked us out, and we're trying to figure how to get up and how to figure, you know, how to fight back. And I think as much as we want football, as much as I feel for these athletes and I feel for these students, I don't think it's the right call right now to try to force something back in a situation where we don't know what the long term is we don't know what the um if we can handle this there's as much as they think they can it's it's a big big ask i am still on the side of i think they should like i said it a few weeks ago when i was looking into my magical microphone here 
You were talking about NFL. I know, but I'm saying I'm, I still agree that they should NFL and college football should postpone and push it to the spring. You can try and do something better there. Can't say college football push to the spring because you have guys going to the draft. I know, but if I'm telling you, I'm I'm st- I'm telling you, NFL is not happening. NFL is not happening. I don't I, I I don't see a scenario where logistically this makes any sense that they can pull this off. It's too many people to control. Way too many things to to it's it's it, it's it's, okay. it's it's mind okay. mind boggling. August when August right? NFL yeah. is going to happen in September. NFL is happening, bro. I, I, I'm scared. I'm scared that it's going to happen and it's going to get bad. We I'm, I'm really scared. July when we had this conversation. We're in August. We're in August 11th. Yeah. NFL is happening. It's, they're going. They're not having preseason games, but they're going to have football. College football, again, mm-hmm. the bubble with that. But these yeah. are people referring to them as like, like kids. Like you talk to them, you're talking like they're kids. These are grown men. Yeah, but some of these guys are 17, 18 years old, man. But, you know, uh, like it, I'm not going to. You're grown. Some states you're growing at the age of 18. No, I, of course. Of so, course. But. So if you ask every college athlete, what do you want to do? I bet you 90% of them, 90% will say, I want to have a season. So who are we leaving it to? We're leaving it to the players or we're leaving it to the commissioners? Because if you leave it to the players, we're going to have a season. If you leave it up to the commissioners, they're worried about what you just said, the long-term effects. Are they going to come back and do a class action lawsuit? Are they going to be trying to get money from us down the road? But go ahead, Edwin. Hold on. Actually, great, great comment here from our friend Eben here. And it says, it's true. Very, very true. It's something I heard and I forgot to mention. Um, doesn't the NCAA control how many scholarships a school can give? And doesn't Title IX say you have to match those numbers across sports? That's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. If you're not familiar with Title IX, that's um, for for women's sports. They have to have the same number. It's, it's an equality thing. So if you're going to yeah. do something for the NFL or for the football side, you have to do it across the board, and now you're increasing that exposure. You're making it even harder to control. If we can keep this in a bubble where it could be exclusively football and we could just focus on football, that would be maybe more doable. You know what I mean? But then you're going to get all the women's sports. You're going to get those, uh, all the other sports to match up the numbers, and it's, it's true. That's a very, very good point that has been um, debated on, on other places. Well, just, you can offer the scholarships law. I you can offer the, you can offer the scholarships, but you don't have to play it's, the sports. It's it's, it's 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 you said it's law. That's that's back that up. It is a it is a policy that universities must must do. Yeah. So let me yeah. let me cool law, feel that. What sport generates the most money in every university? I get it. I know. I know so, that. So I'm, I'm about to get that question. Beer pong. So when you have something that's when you have something that is generating money, and you're going to be able to televise this. You're going to put that more in the, in the forefront compared to women's water polo or women's soccer. Nothing against the women's sports. Let's be clear. At the same time, they have to take a back seat to what's more important. What's going to keep what's going to keep scholarships going into your pocket? Because if you don't have a football season and generating money for the for the university, that money that we use to give to you for Title IX, you don't get. So, Title IX right now is going to be ignored. Women's sports may not be played. Baseball may be played because I'm talking about NCAA baseball because the the World Series of College makes money. Basketball going into next year, uh, NCAA tournament, we they lost this season, so we can't go back to it. But they can't hit, they can't take a double hit. The NCAA can't. They can't lose football too in the BCS uh, playoffs. I'm sorry, the playoff uh, uh, series. They're not going to lose that. So football is going to happen. College football is going to happen. 
and it was a great question about Title IX, but Title IX is going to be put on the back seat for this year only because of the fact that they don't generate money. And I'm talking about women's sports. I, I, I get that. I get that. But I don't think they're going to be able to put that on, on the yeah, side. I don't think they're going to be able to. I I, I'm just saying. That's just me. I don't think. I think Title IX was fought in, in courts and, and a, a long way for 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 essentially a bunch of guys to say, hey, no, we're not going to. We're going to bypass the women. Like You misunderstand. You're, you're telling. It's giving them equality to have the same amount of sports. It's not talking about play. It's giving them the same opportunity to have scholarships. So they're not taking their scholarships away. They're going to cancel their particular season because they're going to take an L with travel, food expense, lodging. They're not going to waste that. They're not going to waste money on sports that's not generating money. They're going to use the sports that generate money in order to fuel those other scholarships for those sports that don't make any money. Yeah. So tr women's track does not make money. It doesn't. Okay. So how do they make money? Football gives it to them. Basketball gives it to them. So Football will happen. I, I, don't know. I, I understand the economics of college sports and how much money and revenue, you know, football brings, obviously. But I, th I just think I think it's it's a way too tangled web for me to even want to attempt to try to, you know, walk through without fucking pissing somebody off. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> um, but Dennis over here puts out another great tweet. Uh, Pro football talk. Uh, Nebraska, very disappointed by Big Ten decision may play anyway. Um, is it, what's the coach in Nebraska? Frost, the guy who used to be the coach at UCF. What's his name? Coach Frost. You're right. Yeah. Coach Frost. Yeah. yeah, from UCF. First off, he's from UCF. He doesn't know anything. Um, second, he uh, <laughs> Nebraska. Nah, that's interesting. I, I think it's you know it's a sentiment that, like you said, the players are all going to want to play. Are all going to want to play. They're all going to want to do the things that they want to do. And I think the coaches and um, you know these uh, these ads are going to want to do the same. And I think it's they're going to have to have these talks with uh, the, the presidents. Those are the ones you got to, uh, those are the ones you got to convince, you know, the school president, you got to convince them of, of what it is that you want to do. And I think it's going to be really tricky now. You know what, Edwin, bro, central Florida, very loyal fan base. Cause we cover Orlando city soccer. So let's not throw them in the trash. All right, bro. Yeah, he did. That's, that's such a bad move. And, and, <laughs> and I saw an interesting discussion uh, on Twitter earlier where they were saying that if all these different conferences end up canceling their season, Florida by itself has enough Division One schools to play their own little tournament and have a state champion. How, how, how bad? Wow! <laughs> how cool would that be, though? <laughs> that's, like a hot take. that's a hot take right there. Florida, I like it. I like it. Florida playing their own tournament. And watch how, watch how all these TV companies go want to get that 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 connection with these universities to show that footage mm -hmm. because these TV companies need content. They need to show sports. So yeah. if all these, I guarantee you, these Florida sports like, yeah, cancel your season. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and do it. They're going to be calling up these TV. Hey, yo, we got football going on. You can you can televise all our games. Maybe trash, <laughs> but you can watch our football. Cut us a check because we need money, FIU. We need money, University of South Florida. You know, these FAU, they need money. Well, let's see. Mountain Mountain West Conference um, also with Mac, Mac or Mwac. I don't know which one it is. They also canceled their... Uh, fall sports whack whack the big whack <laughs> um but let's see i i think it's interesting i i we'll see where we are a week from now when we do the show again if any other um um if any other <laughs> what's this how long have you guys been waiting to use that bro <laughs> don't worry about it anyway <laughs> who, who would win who would win that florida tournament though oh man that florida football tournament are, if the gators are in it and miami is in it like it's it's, yeah look you got Let's go from the north to hold the on, bottom. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick, real quick. If the Gators are in it and if Miami's in it, yeah, FIU will win. I mean, easy. Exactly, yeah. 
Simple. Who your <laughs> <laughs> figure out who your quarterback is, man. Like, get out of here, bro. It doesn't matter who we put at QB, man. It was swamp everybody, bro. Undefeated Kings of Miami, baby. 305 champs. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, right. TD, hold on a second. A long time ago, back in the days before quarantine. There we go. Let's look at yeah. his beautiful face. Back in the days mm-hmm. before quarantine, you and I had made a, a, a friendly wager of who would win a certain football game. I'm sure you remember it. I know you haven't forgotten it. I haven't forgotten um, it. So I, I've, uh, Gus and I already came up with the perfect penalty for it. Gus, you want to tell him what he, he has to do to pay up his debt? I do. So I went on eBay and I bought myself an FIU football jersey. And I want you to wear it at Highlight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. You have to wear it at Highlight. You got to give the people what they want, baby. Got to at least wear it for, like, one of your little training sessions. You don't have to wear it for a match, but, you know, you got to go out there and, you know, warm up in it and, you know, and mm-hmm. do a little pause up, you know. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> I, will wear, I will wear that shirt. Yes. I have to wear it, but I will wear the shirt. That's so. what's up, baby. That's what's up. That's what I like. All right. And I got home. <laughs> the dog, the sun shines on the dog ass now and then, and it shines. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh man, hold on a second. Hold on, we got some comments here. Let's check them out. Uh, Evan, whatever player dies from COVID, wow, again, another dark, dark thing. We don't want to go that far. Let's, let's yeah. not jump to the worst case scenario here. Um, but it is something. If a guy, what if a player goes on a ventilator and has a big scare? Those are all things that you know really scare a lot of people, and a lot of these presidents mm-hmm. don't want to be on the hook for that. Because then you run into the whole liability thing. You know, someone's, uh, you know, saying, "Hey, you, I trusted you." Now, here's the thing: I think for any of these things to go forward with college football, they have said that they need to do a waiver. They have to sign a waiver that they can't liability waiver. Yeah. That week, I said they make them sign a waiver. I did say that. But that's kind of like, yo, I don't know. Edwin, all right, that's I can't, I can't. Is there a CTE waiver? No, exactly. But they didn't know what CTE is. They know what COVID is. They know what CTE is now. If you've, and I'm not trying to throw shade or throw rocks. If you've never been a, a, a college athlete before, you can't understand what their mental is right now. If you can't, if you understand the, the time they put in, the effort they put in, the sacrifices they made when it comes to trying to, trying to trace this passion of playing at the NFL level, and you say, hey, your season is over, bro. Uh, but do you want to play? And they explain to you why you go play. You have to sign a waiver. Every person is going to say, do I still have a chance to play to the NFL? Play the NFL? Of course, if you, it's not guaranteed you get drafted, but you have an opportunity to showcase your talent. Every single kid is going to say, hey, I want to, I'm going to sign that waiver. They're going to, it's, it's basically signing a waiver when you come on a highlight court. When you come and play on this highlight court and if you practice with us, you got to sign a waiver. Because that ball cracks you in your head, you knew exactly what was going to happen. That's what COVID. You go, you play COVID, and it's going to have some writing. They're going to have the lawyers read it. They're going to say, hey, if you die, any long-term history, uh, long-term issues with COVID, the university and the NCAA are not liable for this. You're going to sign this waiver because you want to play college football to help your opportunity to go to the NFL. And well, then- TD, tell Scott that I'm ready to sign that waiver and suit up, bro. Tell him. You're going to have to play with the early games, and you're going to probably never win a game for, like, at least three months. Ready. 
First of all, okay. I'm, how I'm dare about you? it. I am about it. <laughs> I know Gus is ready, but first of all, Titi, how dare you tell me that I am not a college athlete when in 2002 I was the let it fly slash air it out runner-up team, okay, for the Miami division, all right? I was killing it out there. I was putting my my body on the line <laughs> for Miami Day College, all right, at the time, and I was killing it, all right? I was pretty damn good. No. talking about football or, like, uh, football, like football frisbee or frisbee football? Bro, let it fly, air it out, baby. Black football. That was a man's sport back in the day, all right? Um, you know, I was I was hella good back then. But anyway, uh <laughs> what, what was what was the what was the uncle on um uh Napoleon Dynamite? His uncle who thought he was a quarterback, like doing that. Uncle Rico, bro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, Uncle Rico. I became a quarterback later on in life. I was a wide receiver back then, you know. Couldn't stop me though. <laughs> anyway. Um, but but yeah, okay, look. I, I get what you're saying. We'll see. We'll see. The waivers and there's, you know, liability and stuff. I just think if it's happening in the Big Ten and if it's happening in the Pac-12, it's very likely that it's going to continue to happen in the other conferences. I really do. And I think because of all this money, I think some there's going to be some negotiations here where they say, hey, look, let's try to push it to spring. And there should be, hopefully, there's a contingency plan in effect that comes spring. They'll have at least, they'll, they'll, hopefully by spring, they'll have their worst case scenario ready and they'll be able to roll something out, hopefully in a more controlled time of COVID, which I think is the, Probably be the, the best play right now. Um, you saw the ticker a second ago there. Thanks to Dennis there. Uh, Marlins and Blue Jays going into extra innings tied at four. How about that, man? Marlins, yo. They uh, lost a couple to the Mets after the yeah. hot run there. But um, yep, up in, they're up in, in Buffalo. They're playing in Buffalo. That's right. It's the first, first pro baseball game in Buffalo. Like our first time a team plays in Buffalo as their home city since in like over 100 years or something. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Yeah. You know, you know what I didn't see on the ticker though is that Dame time, Portland took care of your Mavericks, Edwin. <laughs> Damian Lillard, bro. I'm trying to tell you, Edwin. You need to listen to me more often. He so scored 61 me, points, bro. So, so watch. No coincidence. Edwin doesn't like Damian uh, Lillard. He doesn't like Damian Lillard, bro. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> I said, I didn't say that I don't like Damian Lillard. I had this conversation with Gus earlier, and I said, you know what? I told him just like this. I was like, you know what? I don't know what it is, and I like Lillard. I think he's a hell of a baller. I, I do. I, I appreciate his game, and I like him, but there's something about him that I don't know that I don't like. There's and something that, there. That's, 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 <laughs> come on, bro. How can you not like a person and you don't know what you like him for? That, I told him that, that's why I was confused because I was like, what is it that why is it that every time I look at this guy, I'm like, wow, he scored like when he hit the jumper against uh, Paul George to win the 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 final the playoffs last year. I was like, yo, when he hit it over against the Rockets a couple years mm -hmm. back and Patrick Barrett, I was like, oh, like I'm like, yo, I like the guy. This guy's great. But then when I really think about like the nuances and stuff, I'm like, man, there's something about this guy that just. I already know what it is. I don't know what it is. Gus came up. I know what it is. I said it right away. As soon as he finished the statement, I already knew what it was. Gus came up. He doesn't like these flashy star athletes that don't look like they should be flashy star athletes. Like Damian Lillard is not this big NBA player. He's a little guy. You know what I mean? He likes, you know, the Bryce Harpers that they're tall and they have these beautiful hair and all this bullshit. He likes that kind of. He likes those kind of guys. You know what I mean? He doesn't like the guy that look that doesn't look like he should be doing what he's doing. So, 
Washington's not. Allen Iverson was a small guy. He he was supposed to be doing what he was doing. Did you like Allen Iverson? You, thank you, TD. That that proves that Gus's point is irrelevant because I did like Allen Iverson. Love but there's something I hadn't thought of that. By the way, Marlins are up six four. I don't know what they did, but they got right. Winning streak, they were like seven and one, something like that, right? The yeah, they're they're sitting at seven and three. They lost a couple of games, but they're sitting at uh at seven and three here, and they're up six four now in the top of the tenth. Uh, at least my alerts here. It's so funny that the Marlins won the World Series in the quarantine here, bro. About it, I'm totally about it. You can't yeah. have you can't have a parade though. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Hold on, hold on. Let's see here. I'm looking because I know that you said um. Where's my NBA scores? I'm trying to pull up my NBA scores here. My, uh, I want to see how many. I want to see. Okay, Dame dropped sixty-one. I'm sure that's a phenomenal thing. I want to see how my boy Luca did real quick. I just want to see. You know, maybe. Damian not sixty-one. Players that is always going to be underrated because he's in Portland and he's not in a bit market. If that's he true. Was in New York, we won't be having this conversation. If he was with, if he was with the Heat, we won't be having this conversation. Like him being in Portland all the way out west, those weird times that they playing, like nobody can really see the true form of him. And it sucks because he's playing great basketball. Being in this bubble, you're seeing exactly who Damian Litter is. Yeah. And he, he's an assassin. And any anybody in the NBA, with, even the guys who's beefing with him, because I'm sure Paul George respects him. I'm sure Patrick Beverly respects him. But they're going to, they chop at each other. And this is what makes NBA so fun this year. Like these rivals. And you got the extras, like, because they're so close with each other. This was making NBA so good this year. And Damian Lillard, how dare you, Edwin? How <laughs> dare you say you, you, you don't like this guy? We just can't figure out why. I, no, no, no. I said that there's something about him that I don't like. By the way, uh, I just got an alert. Uh, Dennis uh, giving me the scoop here. Apparently, the home run that the Marlins hit got called back. I don't know what that means, but it's back to 4-4. That's why you're seeing the 4-4 ticker on the bottom. So stay with us. You won't miss a Whack. beat. Find out what's going on with the Marlins. I know what it is. Damian Lillard doesn't have a shoe that Edwin likes. That's what it no, is. No, that you know, I actually like his his uh his Adidas shoes are actually pretty tight, bro. <laughs> Some of them are pretty tight. Uh Joel and Beats new shoe. <laughs> you got more you like more things about him, and you just still can't find something that's really particular to make you to make your voice credible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, how dare you, Edwin? <laughs> Look, I don't know. There's I didn't say that this feeling overwhelms that I do like him. I'm not saying that I don't like him more than I do like him. You get what I'm saying? I said I like him. There's a lot of stuff I like, but there's something that kind of holds me back that doesn't make me like him the way I like other guys, and I don't know what it is. You should listen to his mixtape. I, You know, I did come, come across it one time, and I was like, hmm. He's actually, he's, he's known as one of the few guys in yeah, the NBA that, that, raps, that raps well. Yeah, he, he can actually rap. Yeah. Dude, I know I, I can speak for Damian Litter right now because I feel like I can. I, <laughs> I, I can care if you don't like me. Long as you I can speak for Damian Litter. <laughs> I, I, I got cut off because he was a hot. <laughs> like I'm saying, Damian Litter is the type of guy that say that I can care less if you like me. Long as you respect my game, we all good to go, bro. Oh, game, game. Game recognizes game. You know what I'm saying? He can tell about whatever issues you got with his, 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 whatever you don't like about him. Like I said, I don't know what it is. I like him more than I don't like him. I, there's just something about him that I'm kind of like, mm, something rubs me the wrong way behind the scenes. I don't know what it is. But if he goes to the heat, I bet you'll fall in love with him. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Man. I'm a heat lifer, baby. I love that. 
Dane keeps the same poker face. Maybe that's why Edwin doesn't like him. You know. He does. He does. He really does. I do. I, I do like, but I kind of like the poker face. I don't know what this is, bro. By the way, um, I have the stats here. Uh, let's see. Lillard, 61 points. Yeah, 17 mm-hmm. of 32 shooting. Uh, eight assists, five rebounds. Hell of a game. Phenomenal. That's kind of like one of my really good games in NBA 2K. Man. Um, <laughs> now, on the... Oh, now, I gotta bring it back to himself, bro. No, no. I, 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 <laughs> all right, but wait, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. Um, I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. 61 points, but it was a close game. We're talking 131 to 134 with final yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. It was a close game. Also, as, as, as every... I think the fact that they're playing in these empty gyms, I feel like the scoring is going through the roof, yeah. man. It's like inflated. There's like pressure, less pressure, man. You I don't think have that every home team, crowd. I feel like every team has a hoodie mellow out there who's just like fucking. <laughs> all day, you know, pat, 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 pat. Um, but look at this stat line. The teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. Like, oh man, tonight. What? Why don't you try that hoodie mellow strategy and play all your highlight games with your hoodie on? We have a guy by the name of Stu Nyman. He is a hardcore highlight guy. If you do anything that's not traditional highlight, mm. he, he will grab you by the collar. Uh. So trust me, I, I would have done it when I did the all black, the all black that time. I kind of got like the. <laughs> so you are not playing the game. You're not um, the way it's supposed to be played. Yeah, man. Actually, I, you know, I I think I mentioned this to you, TD. I have a friend from FIU who her dad is like a really famous um, highlight player. From like back in the day, what's his name? Ida Sabal, I think is. I know that's her last name, and I think that's the name he went by. It's yeah, like really Spanish. I heard of him before. I heard him. I heard him. So this worth just a level. Uh, sign now, level one. Put some respect on my fucking name. Dame Lillard is the realest. Yeah. He's alright. He's alright. He's alright. respect, bro. Look, hey, Porzingis, the unicorn. I'm telling you, don't sleep on my Mavericks. All right, it took this guy getting 61 mm-hmm. points to beat him. All right, and it had to score 134 to beat him. Okay, so don't slip, don't sleep on my Mavericks here. But did he beat him? They beat him. He beat him. He beat him. Exactly. Okay. And that's but all it, that matters. But okay. I'm just saying, don't sleep on the Mavericks. They look. Porzingis, the unicorn dropped 36 points tonight. Luka Doncic had a slow game by his standards: 25 points, 10 assists, and eight rebounds. Okay, and you had 24 points from Tim Hardaway Jr. Nice, I, nice. I like what I see there. Palmetto High School graduate there. Palmetto High School, bro. And then they got that other uh, German guy there. You know who else went to Palmetto High School? didn't even play, bro. Okay. You know who else went to Palmetto High School? Who's that? Will Smith and Bad Boys. No. <laughs> hey, hey. Now you mentioned that. Yeah. I finally saw Bad Boys for Life this weekend since the last time we were on. Have you seen it, TD? I'm, I'm not really a Bad Boys fan. Oh. You didn't like it? I know I, that's true. I don't like those. Like the first one was good, the second one was, and I didn't watch the third one. He's Team Johnny Tapia. That's what it is. Mamita, él es un come mierda. Te disparo un tiro. I'll tell you. Look, I, uh, I, I love. I've seen Bad Boys one like once, maybe like way back when. I've seen Bad Boys two. I feel like a hundred times because it's always on TV, and I'm always like, eh, yeah, leave it on. Yeah. Um, but I saw Bad Boys for Life, and uh, I did not go to Palmetto High School. <laughs> By the way, I love his, his his profile picture. That's his boy Mason. That's that face is money right there, That's bro. Touch face. <laughs> um. Hey. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so I saw Bad Boys for Life, and 
I I enjoyed it. But let me ask you guys this, okay? Obviously, the movie is all filmed in um in in Miami, yeah, and everything. Does this happen to you guys when you watch movies that are from from Miami? Where I had to like, I'm watching it, and and I really had to like force myself not to, um, not to get critical of the scenery and the logistics of the movie. You know, like yeah. for, we've seen Bad Boys too, right? So we don't spoil it for anybody. Even the uh, Bad Boys for Life has been out for a while. Um, in Bad Boys too, you know, when they're going down the causeway and the guys throwing mm-hmm. the cars and everything, like that scene is way too long. Like, yeah. Yeah, that causeway is not that long. You no, know? It, it takes like one minute if you're going that fast. <laughs> and then, and then sometimes in that movie, I remember in one part they're they're driving over by um like Brickle, and then the next scene it looks like they're in downtown Miami yeah, or, yeah. Or, or Miami Beach. Yeah. And then all of a sudden no. they're back at Brickle. You know and what then, movie was really bad about that? Um, uh, Fast and Furious, the one that took place in Miami, the one with Tyrese, uh, the first one with Tyrese. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh-huh. At one point, they're like downtown, and in the very next scene, like a second later, they're like at in the Seven Mile Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? How does they... that? Just makes no sense. And see, that makes no sense yeah. for us locally here. And I feel like that's a really bad thing that we do because I'm trying to enjoy the movie for for cinematic purposes. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like that that it's supposed to look cool. You know, that's, that's what happens when you're very familiar with the subject matter. Like any, anytime I go out to a bar or somewhere and the DJ sucks, yeah. I, know, I know that he sucks. Maybe everybody else doesn't know, but I know that he sucks. You know what I mean? That's just, well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. I'm not going to spoil bad boys uh, for life here. Um, hopefully you'll see it by the next time we do a show. But uh, there was one part of the beginning, right, where they're driving and he's pulling up all dramatically, like mm-hmm. getting out of the car, boom, doing this. Right. And he's getting out of the car and he's like, alarm, and it's and they're it's obviously they're in front of Brickle City Center, right? And then the very next scene when they go in, they're at a hospital. And I'm like, there's no fucking hospital there. Like it's Brickle City Center, man. You went to the Apple store or like you know, some furniture place, but yeah, you know that shit. So anyway, I, I thought that was uh, uh I, I thought that was super annoying. And I, but the movie Bad Boys for Life, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I I'll, I'll I'll leave my comments for the next one here. Let's see what uh got to got. Bad Boys Two is the best one. Okay, I think I like Bad Boys Two a little more. Um, I hated Bad Second Bad Boys. Movie was trash outside Caprio Union. Dennis, damn, wow, Dennis, that gets a it's a hot take right there, dude. Big thing. Great job. What's this? Hold on. This is why I'm a fan of Burn Notice. Is that Burn Notice like accurate to Miami? Yeah, Burn Notice is shot in Miami the whole entire the whole entire season. But is this why he's a fan? Is it because of Miami? Why? I don't understand the comment, Chris. Well, look at his very next comment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. He likes looking for the Miami streets. More importantly, why aren't I listed as a top fan? Some bullshit switching to Orange City Live. Bro, come on, Chad. Don't the be algorithm. Like the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. Comment more. Exactly. More yeah. likes, yeah. more comments, more shares. You want to get that top fan badge? You got to start sharing the show and and uh, and commenting and liking more stuff. Limetown dead. <laughs> oh, Eleven City Live. Okay, not Eleven City Alive. <laughs> Grapefruit Village. All right, you guys, put your trolls on the show right now. Um, Grapefruit Village. Village sounds like a nice place. Actually, it sounds like a nice place to live. It sounds like a retirement center, right? Welcome, yeah. to Grapefruit Village. Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> it's good for your blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets an AARP membership when they. <laughs> Yo, for real. 
Hey, uh, but anyway, Bad, Bad Boys, you gotta watch. I had one kind of gripe about it. If uh, if you guys that are watching here, maybe you feel me, but I thought there was a little too like. Also, I mean, the first Bad Boys was like almost twenty five years earlier. Yeah, so there's like a big time gap, and it's kind of like, bro. It's- same job, police like that. It's like you know. What I'm and also, I I got the same questions about Will Smith that I had in Bad Boys Two, and I still have them in this movie. Like, bro, okay, have you been hearing about those those cops that own the two million dollar home down here in North Miami, and yeah. they've been throwing these like fucking COVID parties and shit? Yep. Like, I don't know, bro. Will Smith is definitely looking like he's one of those guys because I mean, the the, the clothes he's always wearing, driving. What, what was he driving? Um, a Ferrari. A Ferrari. In the, yeah. no, no, in the first one. Was it a Ferrari or was it like an Aston Martin? Or? I, think was, I think it was a Ferrari. 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 I, think, I think they mentioned in the movie that he's a trust fund baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which, you know, he went to Palmetto. He went yeah. to Palmetto with Jeff Bezos. So that makes sense. <laughs> Wait, Jeff Bezos went to Palmetto for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that true? That's true. That's, that's true. true. Really? Yeah, bro. <laughs> no idea. Absolutely no idea. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. See. Oh, he drives a Porsche in the new one. That's true. Okay. Um, but yeah, Han. If you've seen it, you know when he gets out of Brickle City Center and he's at the hospital. Like, bro, come on, come yeah. on, be a little accurate. But anyway, yeah. I. I, I Martin. Try. Martin is not a trust fund baby, and he lives on Star Island. So that. Yeah. <laughs> For real good, bro. Yeah. Facts right there. Big facts. Yeah. yeah. I think it's uh, it's it's. I, I, I really caught myself having to hold back a lot because I was like, yo, don't be that guy. Cause the movie's obviously all in is, is Miami as fuck, you know? And I'm trying not to be those, but it happens a lot. Whenever there's anything Miami, I'm like, yo, that's not real. No, of I course that street's not real. That's fake. Yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. I thought, uh, I thought it was interesting. I wonder if you guys do that too, or if it was just a unique okay. to like Atlanta, like people who live in those cities and they see a movie shot and they see actually see the movie. And you're like, man, you was on, you was on Martin Luther King. Now you in uh, Gwinnett Heights. That, those are like <laughs> eight, six miles from each other. Like, yeah. Right? So yeah, I think yeah. It's a yeah. exactly. You know, Bad Boys is tremendo paquete. Now you're referring to one, two, or three, or all three? Because yeah, they're all paquete. But it was a good movie. I, I saw that. It was uh, what I, I saw another movie this weekend. I saw a really sad movie. Uh, not to kill the buzz or anything, but I saw. Uh, funny, funny guy, the comic, the, the one where Adam Sandler has cancer. Yeah, what's it called? Funny people or uh, something like that. I think it's funny people. Yeah, funny people, funny people. Like yeah, I, I, I was watching. I was like, I, I, it was good, but I was hoping it was funny. Er, you know, <laughs> it was definitely much more, you know, the opposite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of been catching up on my quarantine movies. All right, you know, um. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of all I got to say about that. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Marlins are still tied. Uh, the latest update right now, they're bottom of the tenth. Let's uh, let's recap here real quick before we wrap up. Bottom of the tenth, they're one out, four four still. And uh, halftime at the MLS is back final. Portland oh, and Orlando City are tied at one at halftime for the final. Let's go. go Lions! Let's go! Yeah, go baby. Uh, Let's see. Um, also, uh, MLS released their plans for their what they're going to do now after the cup. They're going to try to do like what um, baseball is doing. Um, yeah. Starting uh, August 22nd is going to be Miami Inter Miami's first game at their home stadium. They're finally going to make their home debut in front of absolutely nobody. Oh, 
There he is. <laughs> Stole away. That's going to make the blooper reels there. <laughs> so I, I thought he was about to sprinkle some knowledge on us or something, bro. I was like, oh, here comes Dennis with the with the hot take. Nope. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Bro. Oh, that was great. Well, let me see here. Hey, man, we, did, we didn't talk heat at all, bro. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's go through some heat stuff here real quick. Go man, Jimmy Butler. Oh. Go, yo, Jimmy Butler is. Oh, I realized something on my NBA 2K game. Mm-hmm. My guy is a is essentially Jimmy Butler, but white. Like the way I made him look. Oh, they, right. I gave him a bigger beard, but I have the same Jimmy Butler haircut, and yeah. I'm playing the same position, and I'm just balling up people, and I'm there just like, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. You playing 2K21 or 2K20? 20, bro. 21's not out yet. Yep. I so when I try to play 2K20, it said I gotta download some content. I'm trying to download it. It won't download it. Oh, yeah, bro, because you haven't played it in a minute, so there's a bunch of updates and shit you got to get with. I'm fun. I'm fun. All I do is Fortnite with this dude. Do it overnight. <laughs> Leave it downloading overnight. Yep. My internet sucks. Well, that's that's a problem I can't help you with there, bro. Um, let me see here. Um, oh, but yeah, but anyway, Gus, uh, so what? So TJ Warren, probably the hottest guy. Like, he's so hot right now. Uh, yeah. TJ Warren was the hottest guy in the NBA next to Dame Lillard and Luka Doncic. To, he was averaging some ridiculous stat line, like 30-something points yeah. per game, and then I don't know how many games there. Um, I was killing it. Yeah. But then if you recall, if you recall, back in, I want to say January or February, was it? Of this year? This year. Uh-huh. There, the origi- there was an original issue that happened with TJ mm-hmm. Warren and our boy Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets yes. and him, they were playing. Jimmy was holding it down, taking him, and he was driving to the hole, and this guy kind of yanked him by the arm. And then after the game, there was some comments, and Jimmy said, yo, bro, you, you're not even on my level. I'm not even going to waste time. Like, he shut him down hard because uh, they got into a thing, and that's when uh, Jimmy Butler blew a kiss to him, I think. Yeah. And, saying, yeah. and this guy got ejected from the game. So there was that whole brouhaha that happened back uh, earlier this season. Yeah. And right after everything, all Jimmy Butler did was he circled on the schedule When's the mm-hmm. next time they play Indiana? And they left it at that. Now, the next game ended up happening during quarantine. So they finally got their chance to see each other. And now TJ Warren comes into this game being the hottest guy in the bubble, killing it. Jimmy Butler's like. Yeah, coming off a, a minor yeah. foot injury, too. And, yo, well, this is why, you know, you're the big boss, bro. Yeah, and bro. I don't know what the final stat line was, but. But I think, I think Warren. Well, I think he had like 12 points. Not even that. He had a bad game. He had a bad game, yeah. He, he only took like 13 shots or something like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? He burst. got shut down, bro. He got shut down. Burst on the pressure, man. That mm-hmm. pressure. But, hey, props to the Heat, man. Um, hey, they're playing the- well, man. Even even in their losses, they, they you, you see how well, how much they click as a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think it's interesting because they, they played so well and the Heat have, but they – now, I said this earlier today. I was telling this guy, the other hot team in the NBA right now, Suns mm-hmm. are, what, did they win today? Or did they play today? I don't know. But at last yeah, yeah. Time, they, they were like, winning. They were winning today, last time yeah. I checked. Yeah. They're, they're one game away out from making the, the, the West Conference. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Blue they, did, they did win. Yeah. Oh, they did win? So they're 7-0 and in the bubble? Portland, yeah. Portland. They're the only undefeated team in the bubble. Portland is ahead of them, and then you got uh, the Grizzlies that have the eight seed, and then you got the Suns right behind the Grizzlies. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, the Suns behind, the Suns behind uh, Portland. I'm sorry. The, yeah, Suns are behind Portland. Unfortunately for the Suns, they could win every game and still not make the playoffs. You know, they need Portland to lose, and Portland did not lose today, so and they're still in the same spot. 
lose and the Grizzlies has to the Grizzlies have to lose in order for the Suns to get it. They're not in control of their own destiny. The only yeah, they're not. So, yeah, I mean, they only need to make the ninth seed in order to 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 um to qualify for that playing series against the eight seed. Oh man, yeah. I I really feel like Portland will give a better a better go to the Lakers compared to the Grizzlies. The Suns. So do I. But the Suns have a good nucleus, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Suns are getting uh, the Lakers to go too, just because they they was doubted and they had the haters on them, and they're going mm-hmm. there with a, a different type of energy. So yeah, uh, and Booker, bro, Booker is so nasty, bro. That kid is he's, amazing. He's he, he is sick, bro. He's sick, dude. Like he, he's he's a bubble MVP right now. Then and you know my my brother Danny was telling us Suns earlier today. Control the entire organization to keep him. They have oh, yeah. They have to. If they don't do that, he's gone. Yeah, you got to keep that kid. I think it's it's what's upsetting to me is what we heard last week from our boy uh, Mike, who was on the show, telling us when he was there when they drafted Justice Winslow. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. And the reaction that Dwayne Wade gave, and you know having Booker still on the board there, and mm-hmm. up on that, that was tough. That was really yeah. That was a hard one there to do. But I'll I'll tell you this much: when it comes to to that, don't dis- don't sleep on the Suns either. I know I'm all in on the Mavericks in the West. That's my squad. I'm all in on Luka Doncic here. But um, oh, they beat Philly. That's what it was. Yeah. And um, Philly I- without Embiid and without uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Okay. Embiid in those ugly ass shoes that he got. Did you see those new shoes he got, bro? Maybe that's why he got injured. <laughs> uh. Anyway, I mean, he got his own shoe deal. Embiid ones from UA. So hey, good for him though. But man, they're kind of just plain as fuck. Yeah. Um, he needs to. You see, you gotta. You gotta think like our boy Deion Sanders, bro. You gotta look good he's to play good. He's goofy. Yeah. He and beat. Yeah, he is goofy. Now, I'll tell you this: when it comes to the Suns, don't sleep on them. They're really, really good. They can really challenge somebody. I, it, at times like this, where you have such a neutrality with all the teams, you know, an even playing field when it comes to everything that's happening, because you have the there's no fans, there's a home court advantage is out the window. Yeah, there's a lot that can happen here, and a team like the Suns that are clicking and are hot at the right time, man, they can. Re- it can. They've obviously adjusted to this, and are where they need to be right now. Other teams yeah. might still be struggling to adjust to get to their peak levels. They're at peak right now. Good. Even LeBron is struggling to adjust to the to the bubble. He's not looking like LeBron for an entire game. Like obviously okay. he's still LeBron out there. He's he's running down, blocking people and shit like that. But if you look at his stats, they're not what they were before the bubble. Yeah, Suns are not going to have the experience going into the playoffs. They got a young team. They're going to be yeah. really energetic and exciting to watch, but they're not. They're, they're probably going to get swept. They'll probably go three-one. In the yeah. End. yeah, yeah. Know? But it's it's they'll be a very exciting to watch. They have a they have something to look forward to going into their next season. Um, but to give us a good game and a, and I think it's an upset alert. It's Portland. Portland is an upset alert. They can really upset the Lakers. And. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm really scared about that because I don't want the Lakers to lose. I want LeBron to get that ship. I and want Portland to eliminate the Lakers. That one. Portland, Portland <laughs> eliminates the Lakers. Like LeBron James is going to have a, a hard offseason with the media, bro. So I, I, I'm definitely and, in for for um, the Lake. I would like to see LeBron win. I think it'd be an incredible story. Third team, third different team championship, and what he's done. I mean, it's it's it'd be fun to watch. But I'm, I will say this: Mavericks. Gonna take out the Clippers in the first round, baby. I, I won't be surprised about that. The Mavericks have a strong team. The unicorn is 
they'll sleep on him. Oh, Unicorn is nasty, bro. We're forgetting how good Porzingis was, and Luca yeah. is like making him look like nothing. And I'm sure Dirk, I'm sure Dirk is still around giving him pointers. Oh yeah, bro. Like, if he can turn into a, a, a two point of Dirk, yeah. and uh, if those two are on point during that series, then the Clippers are gonna have a rough it's, time. It's gonna be like the Heat when the Heat lost against them when Dirk when Dirk went bananas. Yeah, yeah. That's be that same thing. And that's that's a, that's a great point because mm-hmm. it took it was one hot Dirk. Put out a whole Heat team. Yeah, Booker's got that potential. It took them all the way from the Western Conference. Uh, they was like the sixth seed, I think. In the oh yeah, they Devin Booker's got that potential, man. Don't. I, I don't want to be the team that plays the Suns. I don't want to be the Lakers if they if it's them. Well, I don't want to be the Mavericks, bro. I, I know, but if, if, <laughs> well, I'm saying Dirk. Dirk took over in that fi- in the, that finals run, and I'm telling you, I, I see a lot of that in, in Booker. The way he just scores everything. Now hey, the Mavericks are just the Lakers want to play the Grizzlies. They want to play the Grizzlies. Yeah, a, a cupcake first game. Yeah, it's not gonna happen to them. Portland is gonna take that eight seed, man. Watch. I, yeah. I think they are too. I really think. Yeah. They are. I, think me, I think Grizzlies are gonna fumble right now. Give me, give me Portland Lakers. I'll watch that, and then uh, I'll take, I'll take the Suns, and I'll take the Suns and the Lakers. I, I, I like watching Booker. I like, I really like watching the Suns. I really do. Let's see, man. That'll be good. All right, we're getting down to. Uh, the final stages here of the show. It's been great. It's always good to catch up. I know TD. The, guy, the guys calling me in the back saying, get the hell out of the casino. I'm like, my friend. Wait. Yeah, see, you <laughs> So let's, um, Gus, you want to do the, the, you want to get into a little nostalgia here? No, I mean, the Marlins lost tonight. It's They lost 5-4. <sighs> so. Shouldn't have taken away the home run, bro. I, I got to see the highlights. I don't know what happened, how a home run gets called back. Trash um, call, bro. It's like, it's like USA Germany in, in 2002 all over again. Oh, yeah, bro. We watched that one again. Yeah. Um, they still have. They still can. <laughs> oh, 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 it may be the difference maker though. This game he lost, he may get him out of. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you want to do? You want to do the card cam, Gus? You want to try Let's that out it, real bro. quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second here. I have it set up. Um, yeah, man. Just... So you know, everybody knows how much Edwin loves his baseball cards. So I was, you know, doing some online shopping on uh, one of these websites where you can just buy random shit from random people. And I came across these really old baseball cards, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna surprise my boy out of them, bro. He's having a, he's, he's, he's having a rough COVID time. Let me <laughs> a rough quarantine a uh, few weeks here. Let me let me hook him up with some with some baseball cards. So, so let's yeah, do. Man, I brought him a pack. I brought him a few packs actually. We're gonna open one of these right now. You know, open one. Let's do this here. Here we go. All right. So you see this? Yeah. It's my card cam right here. Let me um position this here so I'll, I'll, I'll narrate you guys can watch here and i'm watching over here in the background so this is a pack of fleer 1992 gus how old were you in 1992 uh eight eight what about you td i was nine nine years old i was a good 10 years old at this time so i think it's 17 cards bro just holding this in my hand is mm-hmm. such a throwback feeling right here just time huh oh nice. who won mvp in 1992 do you remember that uh it was some oh. football or bat, football or uh, uh baseball, baseball. This is baseball cards. Um, oh, yeah. I'm gonna uh, get uh Mike Piazza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jose, I'm gonna guess Jose Canseco. No, no, wrong guess. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to prop up the camera here. I kind of fucked it up. Oh, uh, Edwin, you see, bro? You see, this is why we can't have nice things. All right, is that? Can you? Oh no, hold on. Bro, why would you just use your camera? Like, yeah, like your camera is like not good. Hold on, man. I had this set up right. How about there? No. Oh, I see what happened. One of my legs on the. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's over. 
Just use your camera, please. Oh my oh god. My god. I, I don't want to see. I'm, I have enough one. Just give me one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to try to do this here. My tripod collapsed. Try to do this with one hand here, Gus. As you can see, it failed me. So my setup here was to. Uh, <gasps> oh, shit. All right, all right, all right. I got the pack open. I got the pack open. This is my all right. Pack. Don't eat the gum. No, there's no gum in these. There's no gum uh -huh. in these. Okay. All right. What do we see here? Howard. First card here. What's the first Howard. name? Howard. David Howard. Nice. David Howard. All right. I like those Royals uniforms. Bro, those are some clean-looking powder blues. Now, these are making a comeback. A lot of these baseball teams are trying to be cool and rocking the, the blue. Dude, no one wears a powder blue baseball uniform like FIU baseball. Oh, what about these bad boys? These are actually back. This is what the Phillies are wearing again. Oh, that, that? Those are clean. This is form. That form Morandini? Mickey Morandini. Fun fact about Mickey Morandini here. I'm going to teach you something, okay? Okay. He's one of the few. I don't know how many it is. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of major league baseball players that have ever completed an unassisted triple play. He's one of them. Oh, how do you do that? Mickey Morandini. Mickey like Morandini. He caught, he caught a pop fly, tagged the guy, and tagged the base. He caught – It was. he played, uh, I believe – let me see. Does it say here? Second base. He caught a line drive. There was guys on first and second. He caught a liner at second base, stepped on second on the base to get the second out, and then the runner that was coming from first to second was right there, too, and he just tagged him. Unassisted nice. triple play. Very, very cool. I'm going to Mordini's, baby. Y'all want something? <laughs> Mordini's. Let's see. Who's this? Mike Aldrete. Aldrete. I don't know but who that guy is, but yeah. Let's see. Oh, look how beautiful this card is. Gardner. Mark Gardner. But look at those Expos uniform. Bro, we've had... Four cards, and we've had three powder blues. Nice. Gorgeous. Love Expos, baby. Oh, oh, look at this. Here we go. We have a, a league leader, Cecil Fielder. Oh, I like Cecil Fielder. He was good. Uh, I remember him. For, yeah. Oh, here's a crazy stat, too, bro. This is mm -hmm. interesting. So Cecil Fielder's son, Prince Fielder, played mm -hmm. in um, Major League Baseball as well. And, oh, this is uh, acknowledging he was the AL RBI leader. Crazy, nice. crazy, crazy fact. Cecil Fielder's career home run total. It's uh -huh. 319. You know how many career home runs Prince Fielder hit? 320. 319. How oh, cool. That? that is cool. Very, very cool. Monty Farris, uh, prospects card here. I remember that guy, Rangers. No idea. I'm going to kind of threes a little quicker here. Let's see. Walt Terrell. Oh, look at those, nice, look at those nice pullover jerseys right there, bro. All right. Detroit Tigers. Photographer is a real MVP. Bro, I know one guy so far. Bro, 1992. Yeah, bro. Pete Shurek. Oh, Pete man. Shurek. Gorgeous Mets uniform right here, bro. Those pinstripes. Oh, Hall of Famer, Alan Trammell. I don't know. I don't know who that is either. One thing, one thing I'm noticing about these names, I haven't heard now one Latin name yet. Nah, yeah, we haven't gotten a Hispanic guy here. 1992 was a yeah. different year, bro. 1992 was I don't a... think you can get through a team now without, like, six Hispanic guys. No way, man. Keith Miller. Oof. Keith Miller. Look at this guy. Check out his wait, those glasses. Yeah. Oh, he's wearing the wild thing glasses. That's a nice '92 look. Yeah, bro, look at those corny glasses. Oh, we got our Atlanta Brave here. Okay. Marvin Freeman. Braves look is classic, bro. Braves always look classic. Oh, Ben McDonald. This guy was the number one pick back in the day. Orioles Damn. classic look too, bro. Baseball just looked a lot nicer. Um, Greg Swindell. All right. I think this guy passed away. Sorry to be more big. We've had like our third fatality warning in this episode. For real. I think this guy was one of the guys who, uh, or Steve Olin was the other guy. I don't know. But there was a boating accident like somewhere around there. Come on. Let's get oh. a good card, bro. 
Willie McGee, bro. All right, Willie McGee. I remember Willie McGee. He was an MVP in 1980-something. I forget what year, but he was an MVP. I remember that name. I actually talked to Willie briefly covering a Marlins-Cardinals spring training game last year. Nah, cool. Bench coaches for the Cardinals. And he was sitting there, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, I'm in the dugout, you know, taking pictures. And I'm looking, and I'm like, yo, that's Willie McGee. Yo, like, you're in. I looked at him, and I was like, yo. Oh, Gregson does the.
Great job, Dennis. Um, and, and keeping us up to date with the Marlins game and everything that's going on. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Enjoy your evening. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Um, take care of each other. And most importantly, go on to Lemon City Live and subscribe to all of our podcasts. Read our articles. Share. Do all that stuff, man. It's a free podcast. We give you all this out of our love. Go out there. Give us a like, share, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, do all that stuff. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Our apologies for last Friday not making it out. We were exhausted and we got out of work mad super late and we couldn't physically do a show. So we didn't want to give you something half-assed. Yeah. Um, but we will be back this Friday. Back better than ever for another Lemon City Live happy hour. So we'll see you on Friday. Thank you very much, everybody. See you el viernes. Adios. <laughs> I wrote a song about it, like the kid here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.